俺とこそ結婚してやー結婚するかもしれん。Or it's not about success, dying in the street, who's better, who's not. I just want to be a part of it. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And this week, we watch Masaki Yuasa's Mind Game. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? Okay, in this episode, <clears throat> and I think we might have had this one before, I'm not sure, but it's called Cigar. It looks cool. So, the label, at least. Dear boy, have a cigar.、Yeah. And、uh, 2016,、hmm. Columbia Valley. Hopefully, it's、uh, a better older wine. I know we've been up and down. Also, Constantino, whatever that means. Maybe that's a place. It could be. All right, let's do the pour. Yeah, hit him with the pardon pour. We're going to need it. <laughs> I think so. Perfect. What a hearty pour. All right, Dad.、Always. While we're.、Uh, yeah, you got to fight this one in. <laughs> That was smoother than last week. You didn't have to do that. Yeah, I got to watch out. I'm getting dangerous with that wine. Yeah, we have talked about wearing white tees on this t shirt. Or、Hitting、on this podcast. the mic. Knocking the wine over.、Mm-hmm. Causing the stain in the tees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well,、uh, as we're、uh, getting settled in there, Dad, why don't you、uh, hit us with those, those facts there, fact finder? All right. We have another Uasas. Mm hmm. This was his directorial directorial debut. And what a way to start your career. Holy、really? shit, dude. Yeah.、Um, of course, we did the、um, walk on. What the heck? Night is short. Night is short. Yeah, walk on girl. Yeah. <laughs> Classic、uh, pre good Mike.、Yeah. Uh, me and my dad watch anime. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we were still raw. Yeah. And、uh, this was、uh, done in 2004. And I guess it was somewhat experimental. Mm-hmm. And it's based on Robin Nishi's manga of the same name. So Nishi and the、uh-huh. is part of the movie and also the actual creator of the manga. Yeah, I was a little confused by that. And I guess it's a little bit meta.、Uh, I guess it's really more of a pseudonym from what I understand. Robin Nishi is just like his pen name. Oh, okay. So、uh, maybe it's just that his,、uh, his character is in there. And it was、uh, produced and primarily animated by Studio Four Degrees Celsius. Which I found that four degrees Celsius means when water becomes mo- most dense. Oh, okay. I guess sort of right before it freezes, but. I wonder if all their,、uh, their films are dense and experimental yes, too. Yes, exactly. And、uh, it had a,、uh, it's very favorably reviewed and it has、uh, somewhat of a cult following. Which I completely understand. Yeah. It's a crazy one. How this took, what, 14 years to get a release in the United States? I think 2018 is the first time that it was.、Uh, Yeah. Release, which is crazy to me. Yeah, it didn't.、Uh, I don't think they really. Do they even have a dub of it? There's no dub. Yeah. I had read an interview、uh, that he wanted, or the studio was going to maybe 
not use the 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 Asian actors' faces, but use like the American faces of whoever does the dub. Like there was some sort of controversy there. Uh, I don't know if the director really cared, but it was a it was an v- interesting note at the very least. And a couple fun facts. <clears throat> this was uh, praised by Satoshi Khan. Wow, R.I.P. Yeah, <laughs> Satoshi Khan was a fan. Yeah, riding Dennis Quaid's dick in heaven. <laughs> <clears throat> And uh, it also was played during uh, Toonami's April Fool's 2018 prank. It was a, I guess in 2018, they switched all the programming to Japanese mm-hmm. and they had English title subtitles. So the actual Toonami shows were done in Japanese. That's awesome. And then given, and this <clears throat> was one of the movies that they actually played, I guess, I think it was right after the opening one. It had to have come out that year, and they probably like yeah. chewed it up. I used to love Toonami. Toonami so, was great. That's Toonami's April Fools. Yeah, great, great prank. Yeah, and uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics uh, gave it a hundred. It's uh, got a hundred percent critics review. Yeah, approval rating with just eleven reviews. But uh, we hey. usually don't even get the critics to yeah, even exactly. speak on these movies. Yeah. So, well, I guess maybe because it only came out in twenty eighteen around here and. The critics actually watch this one, but mm-hmm. it's rare to get a hundred percenter. <laughs> yeah, this uh, we'll we'll get into what we feel about this movie in just a moment for sure. And the audience gave it ninety three percent, and it's based on uh, twenty five hundred plus reviews. So, just critical acclaim yeah. all around. Yeah, uh, maybe not so much for these letterbox, but uh, we'll start strong. So uh, this is the letterbox worst reviews. One star by Yusuf on November twenty second, twenty twenty. I love this fucking movie. And I do too. I think this movie is great. I know how you had felt really strongly about Millennial Actress. This yeah. is my millennia, uh, Millennial Actress. Yeah. I thought this movie was so smart, so subtle, had so many nuances to it. Yeah. Well, you had brought up to me that this was the Magnolia of anime. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Jump in. And I, I definitely can see that after well, watching the movie for sure. Even just like the opening little. Um, Whatever flower that is in the beginning, it's very reminiscent of the mm. the Magnolia poster. Right. So right in the the beginning of it, I was like, oh wow, he's just on his PTA bullshit. But this is his first fucking movie. So the, the only thing I gotta ask Yusef is uh, why the one star if it if he loved this fucking movie. I think yeah, that's a good point, Yusef. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're lowballing this movie just a little bit. You should be proud of your four to five stars. Uh, I have a, another one star by Michaela May on March eleventh, twenty eighteen. After seeing all of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes in here, I was so ready for my review to just be, I'm fucking bald. But once again, the heterosexuals betrayed me and made me watch their weird, rapey, patriarchal garbage. One star for the beginning and ending sequence because that was the only good part. I do love the montages, but I don't under- really understand what the, the I'm fucking bald is about. <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. I that, that's strange. Maybe, uh, I mean, there were some prominent bald characters but maybe the uh the reviewers are bald i don't know i feel like that might just have to be my bio on instagram or something like that but <laughs> that's the that's neither here nor there uh another two stars by mux the bestest on january 4th 2021 most anime is for horny losers and uh from what i understand most podcasters are horny losers too so i'm glad we at least found a medium <laughs> to work that out i definitely would think that yeah anime is for horny people people but mm-hmm. come on now yeah not well, all, we're not all losers yeah okay yeah i'll speak specifically for myself <laughs> i'm a horny loser <laughs> speaking of being horny uh another two stars by brian in siang 
on October 24th, 2020. Over 20 years ago, our greatest philosophers, the Bare Naked Ladies, addressed the horniness of anime in their hit song, One Week. Gotta get in tune with Sailor Moon because the cartoon has got the boom anime babes that make me think the wrong thing. <laughs> I, this is real. This is a real fucking thing. And they're not wrong. I remember my first, I mean, I've probably studied this on a, a, a previous podcast, but my first introduction uh, was Dark Magician Girl found on like the deep web of the internet in like 2006. She was squirting milk out of her tits that were like the size of two beach balls. Like my life was never the same. So this sort of reminds me of um, I Married an Axe Murderer. <laughs> Did you ever see that movie with Mike Myers? And he was doing like that beat poetry stuff. And he has that thing. He goes like something about ah, Betty and the Flintstones. And he goes, <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could pull it out. I can't think of it. something about you make I get horny or something like that. But uh -huh. it's funny because he was he had a thing for Betty. I guess just go back and watch the. Uh, I'll have to bring that up in uh, Notes and Errata. Yeah, <laughs> we apologize it next week. Or maybe I'll play a clip. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, sure. Yeah. This crazy thing called love. Uh, another three stars by Cheeseman3715 on February 26, 2021. Yo, it's like Soul, but different. Would you think the, the movie Soul would be better if Joe Gardner didn't fall down a manhole and was instead shot through the asshole? Because yeah. that might have been a more interesting movie, but I don't know if it would have been better. Yeah, I, I wouldn't... Uh draw any parallels with soul but i guess so in some yeah. way but in terms of just like coming out of your body going yeah. back in your body but that's pretty much where the uh, the comparisons between this two movie is yeah. absolutely it looked over. like he was like going to the sphincter of nothingness <laughs> <laughs> it was it was yeah the the deepest darkest asshole yeah. that there's no afterlife it's just walk to the red sphincter and <clears throat> fade away yeah most people usually fade away when they get towards the sphincter but <laughs> Sphincter? Sphincter. Sphincter? Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it. Uh, three stars by Tyler Justice on November 17th, 2020. Milk propaganda. What happened in the last, like, well, I guess we all just grew the fuck up, but, like, milk has taken such a hard left turn for, like, most people I know. Even me, like, I think it's kind of weird to, like, chug a glass of milk. But that used to be the moves. And even in the movie, like, Nishi just didn't want his milk. Yeah, I uh, I haven't drank milk in ages. Yeah, we're all on that that new wave, that almond, that oat, that that good shit. Yeah, <laughs> almond milk. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm glad we at least got our milk opinions out uh, <laughs> at the very beginning of the yeah. pod. So, Dad, where do you want to shine uh, shine your spotlight on this one? There's there's quite a lot to talk about. Well, I just found it sort of 
funny that Yuasa has this character that can't confront the girl that he loves. Like he only could pass notes back and forth, just like in you know the Night is Short Walk on Girl when mm-hmm. Senpai he was like well, Senpai, Senpai, yeah. yeah. And the uh, well, I can't remember what he called it, but you know where he would just show up, you know. It was like coincidence. Yeah, coincidence all yeah. the time in front of her. Like somehow she would just like, oh my God, I love you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I just thought that it's funny that he has another character that uh, is similar to that. Or that's the origination of it. I don't know. I I had deleted a, a comment, but it was essentially, it was two propaganda comments. One was the milk thing and the other was the incel thing. And Yuasa has a, a soft spot for the incels, supposedly. Yeah, in these last, so. <laughs> At least in these two movies. Yeah. But... And then the uh, the bunt Clint uh, the butt gun <laughs> Jeez, I can't even say it the butt gun clinch reversal uh, that was a really impressive maneuver that was I mean how do you come up with that like I, I, know. I know it was from the manga but like even then like to to squeeze your ass so hard that you wrangle the gun out of his fucking yeah. hands and then blow his brains out yeah. badass that absolutely was. badass and. Um, it's apparent now that an anime is synonymous with breasts. I mean, it just seems like those. There's got to be breasts somewhere in the, or somebody's commenting on them, looking at them, mm-hmm. having them. I'm I'm more offended with the physics because you, uh, I think it's called like gynaxing. I I just seen it this weekend when I was looking up this movie, but like, the individual physics of each tit. In this movie, especially with Mion, like one will go one way, the other one will go the other. It's really fucking crazy. Yeah. It's uh yeah, the the big tits thing, like it's just better to have big tits. Just same thing with having a huge dick. There's just <laughs> there's there's more superior people in the people in the world, and unfortunately I'm not part of that group. Uh for my spotlights, I had pretty much the the embarrassing afterlife. I mean, they caught Nishi getting his brains blown out through his asshole in four K. That whole wall, like whatever uh, way that he turned, the the big screen came up, and then what the the 3D representation of it, like where he, <laughs> you have, I mean, this movie is, is so hard to describe because it's so wild. But they that just scene mercifully mock him about how much of a loser he was. <laughs> yeah, to be trolled right after you get your fucking brains blown out through your ass. Yeah, I mean, then walk towards the freaking red sphincter and yeah, fade away. Well, getting choked out by God isn't great either, but. Yeah. That's another thing. The god, the god representation, super cool. I love that whole sequence. But we can get into that. Yeah, but why was he? He was constantly changing because he couldn't really fathom what God looked like. Or I think what he said in the movie is that he couldn't decide what he wanted him to look like, and it was really just like he didn't decide on a physical representation for uh, the quote unquote god of this movie. But okay, that was a that was a super cool sequence for me. This whole movie is uh is great. Um, you already brought up the, the Magnolia thing. So I, I guess I kind of wanted to know if nipple shirts were like a thing in 2004 or what was the, the fashion in Japan where like having a, a mesh shirt with regular sleeves is your first choice. Uh, the headband is cool, but like, I don't know. I wear a lot of cutoffs, even though I'm <laughs> far from being muscular and my nipples are always out, but I felt weirdly offended by his <laughs> outfit choice. <laughs> Uh, and then I kind of think I'm having sex wrong because whatever representation of sex they had in this movie looks way better, uh, and completely unattainable from anything I've even come close to. So maybe that's what it feels like to have a three way, but I wouldn't know. So were there uh, any takeaways or any unintentional lessons you had from this movie, Dan? Well, I mean, in the movie, they, you know, it's basically 
in multiple places it it has the the saying you know your life is a result of your decisions that you make mm-hmm. and um i guess you know maybe there's not an afterlife so embrace the one shot you've got yeah no that's real for sure yeah Especially nowadays, dude, now that we're on the cusp of all being vaccinated, everybody needs to seize their dreams. I know we all had one big depressive cloud in 2020, yeah. but we need to come out of that whale. We need to feel better. Absolutely. <laughs> well, my, uh, <laughs> I guess mine was just like, when a girl tells you that her, her life is a mess, your first comment should absolutely not be about how fat her fucking tits are. <laughs> Can you, like, just imagine, like, seeing somebody that you haven't seen in a while. It's like, oh, my God, it's so I nice know. to see you, like... Oh yeah, yo. So your dad has what cancer? Your mom is uh, going broke from all the bills, and oh my god, are you a fucking D cup now? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's like, like, come oh, on, Nishi. I'm glad they've gotten bigger. Yeah, it's like, well, at least you have that going for you. What? My breast? No, my feet. Your feet. Yeah. <laughs> well, even the whole like subplot of her having to stop swimming because her boobs got so big, like, that's just such a silly plot point. But I wonder how many like. I wonder if that's sort of true. Well, I mean, in the sense that you know. How many Olympic swimmers, you know, have large breasts? I mean, it's probably, you know, it's definitely going to be, a, you know, drag. I was just going to say that. I was just going to say, is like, how many people who had uh, Olympic aspirations just got stacked on top and were like, I guess I just have to be a thought on the Internet and I can't be an athlete. But that, I'm sure there's plenty of busty uh, female athletes. At least I, I haven't. Well, I'm not saying that they're there's no busty athletes yeah. but they're not with me own types. i can't think of any you know olympic swimmers that you know were so yeah michael <laughs> phelps in that michael phelps had some chubby dugs but he worked on those <laughs> and uh my, all muscle yeah for sure uh and my other one was just don't wear a toupee go bald with some fucking pride there's nothing more embarrassing for me as a as a young man who's kind of come to terms with with i guess the expiration date of my hairline like if you put on that toupee, I will probably ask you to square up. I'll beat the shit out of you like Atsu did to uh, Rio. I'll yeah. knock that fucking cap right off you. As also a bald man, I it's never crossed my mind to sport the toupee. Well, it's uh, you immediately open up yourself to criticism. Like, oh, nice fucking beaver tail on your yeah. head there, asshole. Like... <laughs> Everybody is ready to come at you if you're wearing a I toupee. I don't think... I mean, you. it's rare, actually, that you see one anymore. Do you really see people i mean maybe older men Mm -hmm. might be sporting a toupee but i think if you're like right now if you're 60 maybe like 60 plus is probably the only demographic for probably uh, yeah well actually that's not fucking true people nowadays they they're like the male weave thing has come back where they'll go to a barber they'll get all their shit on top cut off and they'll just glue on a perfect headpiece on the top and you look like you have a perfect hairline i've seen it on tiktok because i'm I'm just going to have to go get one. I'll admit it. <laughs> no. no, but it's it's making a comeback. There's a lot of young dudes who uh, who don't want to, I guess, look like Mr. Clean or me or Krillin. Or well, I'm sure toupee technology is advanced to the point point where it's probably not as. It looks in, pretty good. Yeah. I was Maybe surprised. not embarrassing and, you know, would come off in the wind or something. I mean, there's always the come classic on. scene where somebody just rips somebody's toupee off and it's like, ah, that's so funny. Yeah. Even in this one, for Rio to have his, his thing pop off after, I guess what he shoved him or he punched him first i don't know but that that was that was an embarrassing scene for that guy if you're a rough uh rough and strong type like you're bragging about yeah didn't they do a close-up and look like he had hair plugs yeah 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 yeah. yeah. even the the pop when he fucking hit his head on the table like that's (laughs) that's the thing coming off yeah so yeah go ball with some pride you fucking losers (laughs) 
All right. Well, Dad, we are here at the question section of this podcast. Are you uh, you ready to dive in? I'm ready. I, yeah, you're going to get it wrong the first time like we did last week? I don't know. I feel like I'm – well, as far as three lies and the truth, that's always now a hard one. But yeah. the whole um, you know, paying, paying attention, attention is uh, – that's going to be tough because there's a lot going on. And uh, I'm not sure I could pick up on all the uh, the little subtle things I'm sure you pulled out. I try to be as considerate as I can. Most of it is like, you know, dialogue related, but we'll get there when we get there. Yeah. Well, Erskine is still in the tunnel. He's getting yeah. ready. All a right. little nervous this game. <laughs> yeah, the fucking refs are just looking at Erskine. He's sweating over there. All right. I think I might have pulled a hammy. That's <laughs> <laughs> just you being hungover and not yeah, drinking your water, right, Erskine. Exactly. I'm, all right. Yeah. Cramping up. Yeah. <laughs> Eat a banana. All right. Entry number one. Since the release of Mind Game, where Yuasa first used the technology, the director has stated that he is a major advocate for the use of flash animation, and that all his subsequent films were crafted and completing using the old software. Entry number two. While conducting research for how to approve the film's infamous sex scene, director Yuasa has admitted to microdosing LSD while asking his male and female staff to describe what sex felt like to them and use the combined experience to animate the sequence. Entry number three. Never one to shy away from his influences and how they've shaped his life, or excuse me, his work, director Yuasa has shared in several interviews that three of his biggest inspirations are 1981's The Fox and the Hound, The Beatles' Yellow Submarine Movie, and the work of Tex Avery with the Looney Tunes. And then finally, entry number four. In a series of interviews with former members of the Japanese Yakuza, conducted in the early 2000s for a book by Takashi Nakamoto called Leaving the Kudokai, a number of former Yakuza stated that their viewing of Mind Game was either a major influence or a contributing factor to their leaving the syndicate. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? Um, I'm going to say number two, <clears throat> the microdosing LSD. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lie. You are correct. That is a lie. He did have some sort of dialogue with his staff to sort of like, I guess, pick up on some imagery maybe that he could use, but there was no, there was no drugs involved. <laughs> uh, and then I'm going to go, because I sort of think I know what the truth is. So I'm going to say one is the, um, <clears throat> the advocate of flash animation. Mm -hmm. Although lie. it did sort of look like flash animation in some parts. It it was all over the place. There was yeah. a lot like rotoscoping, fucking yeah. So you think that's a lie? Yeah, I think that's a lie. All right, you are also correct. Uh, apparently, you also used flash animation for his movie Lou Over the Wall, which is like he released maybe in 2017. It was released actually like in the same year as The Night Is Sure Walk On Girl. He made those movies very very close together. But yeah, we're down to the last two. This is uh, this well, is we all know now that Flash is dead. It's been discontinued. Really? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Jobs sort of put a squash on it. Well, uh, Yuasa maybe is, is going to fight for it. Who knows? Maybe <laughs> when the iPhone the came out, he just said, like, no Flash on the iPhone, and then that was the, the beginning of the end for Flash. Damn. Well, uh, I don't know. Steve I Jobs... I think this year is the year that they officially killed it. Like, it, they will no longer be updating it. Another year. loss in 2020. Yeah. R.I.P. Flash. You won't be able to use that, you know. You you always see these stupid things. You're like, update your Flash animation plugin. Yeah, they always come up when I'm looking at porn. Like they'll find can send of me course, a thing. Yeah. <laughs> Flash and porn were big. Yeah, a pop up. Yeah. All right, Dad. What do you think is the truth, and what do you think is the last lie? We're we're down to the wire. 
Well, I think I read about this. So mm-hmm. I think number three is the truth. He had the uh, inspiration from The Fox and the Hound, mm-hmm. which is a family favorite. You kids watch The Fox and the Hound numerous times. The only- I am probably more versed in Fox and the Hound than any Disney movie. Really? Yeah. I, funny enough, like, I don't remember maybe that as much as you. The only time I remember watching that movie is when we went down to Disney World and we were staying in some sort of hotel and mom set the toaster on fire and we were watching the fucks in the house. And I was just like, come on, mom. There you go, man. Yeah. It was the backdrop for a lot of freaking demurs, freaking family tragedies. I don't know. A lot of trauma. The first time you slapped me. No, you guys love that movie. It was a good movie. And Snow White, too. Mm -hmm. Number of Disney movies, but that one played a lot. So we're locking that one in? Big, yeah, I am. All right, you're absolutely correct. Yuasa loved the Fox and the Hound, loved him some Beatles, and who who's going to hate the Looney Tunes, really? Yeah. So he was yeah. uh, he had a bunch of really interesting inspirations that he talked about. But. Yeah, the Yellow Submarine, that makes sense to me, because that, that definitely has sort of this movie's feel. Or, Psychedelic elements. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, the Beatles were absolutely dipping into the LSD, and whether they were fucking the people around them is uh, always up for debate, but... Hey, we, we know where the ball is going now. You uh, avoided giving up that three points, and we're about to jump into where you're paying attention. So I think I'm going to need it. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to need a, a nice even score before we start. So let me go send this over to my co-host, get this fucking game started. Joe, what's going on? Let's hit him with those horns. <laughs> Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm... Coming to you live from Providence Park in Drizzly, Portland, Oregon. We're anticipating a great game between the Portland Beaver Jacks and the Tampa Bay Vipers. We're XFL newcomer Patrick Van Elitane Erskine's looking to make it rain on this newly formed Portland team. But he'll be throwing against a hungry defense and their sensational rookie linebacker, Wendell Crotch Rocket Rigatoni. <laughs> Back to you, Drew. Crotch Rocket Rigatoni. Right. I love it. All right, Dad, first question. In the opening sequence and throughout the film, we see a watch on the wrist of the old man's wife and then also on her uh, son, the Yakuza. What color is the watch's strap? Is it A, green, B, red, C, purple, or D, blue? Wow, I, I do not know the watch's strap color. And I'm going to have to guess... Trying to think of what palettes we were dealing with here, but I'm going to go with purple. All righty, Joe. Let him hear it. Drew, looks like everything is peaches and cream in Tampa Bay's locker room after last week's win against the Renegades, which just so happens to be the name of two El Paso strippers flown out by Patrick Erskine himself to the team's hotel room after the game. (laughs) Broadcast, stick, broadcast with a selfie stick from her Instagram live. Peaches caught Vanilla Tain and Beef Whistle Simmons. <laughs> Beef Whistle. Beef Whistle Simmons slipping in the cream in 4K. For the Viper's sake, let's hope these two won't have to see much of each other. Erskine takes the snap. He's looking calm in the pocket, and he throws a laser. It's caught! Terrence, three kids in a trench coat, Jones, with the soft childlike hands, and the big first down catch for the Vipers. Wow. Terrence, three kids in a trench coat, Jones, off the guess. Look I at you. I can't believe it. I think I just did one of those, like, Mahomes freaking sidearm freaking running for my life. Yeah, dude, your pants were falling down. You <laughs> yeah, were fucking, yeah. 
<laughs> the defense was on you. I had no clue how to get that one out there. Hey, I'm, <clears throat> I'm proud of you. But let's I'm, see. I'm feeling good now. Yeah, let's see if question two. Yeah, after you had that that sweet fucking hookup with those uh, strippers with uh, Beef oh, yeah. Whistle. <laughs> You're feeling maybe a little awkward. We'll, we'll get into that. Beef Whistle. Uh, question number two. When Mion's father is bragging about cheating on his wife, he has three girls in Osaka and how many girls in Tokyo? Is it A, 7, B, 10, C, 3, or D, 5? Um, he has three and, uh, what was it? Uh, I'm going to say five. Five? All right, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, the Vipers are coming out in their bazooka gum package. Their wide receivers spread wide. Patrick hikes it. He's going to throw it on the man of the screen, but he throws it back to Erskine, and he's got a man downfield. DeMarcus Gunk Knuckle Wanamaker with a clean catch and the space to move. Touchdown, yes! Vipers! Gunk Knuckle Wanamaker making the fucking play, dude. You're coming out here. Wow, I'm just schoolyard out there because I had no idea. Yeah, you had your first threesome this weekend. You're feeling fucking <laughs> great, dude. I don't think anything can keep you down. So yep. let's let's see if uh, this uh, energy stays out of the next question. Strippers are my uh, my secret your bread weapon. and butter. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your Gatorade. It's yeah. just stripper sweat. All right. Question number three. After Rio, Mion's boy, uh, toupee wearing boyfriend comes into the restaurant. He says he's getting his truck on what date? Is it A the eleventh, B the twenty fifth, C the nineteenth, or D the thirtieth? E, um, oh, another one. Let's see if I can go three for three <laughs> with the pulling out of the ass. I'm going to go with A. The 11th? Yeah. All right, Joe, let him hear it. Drew, Erskine's looking deflated out there. And with Beast with a Whistle Simmons coming out to punt this one away, Vanilla Tate can't even look at his punter. And with good reason. Because it was another shank from the lefty, and now the Beaver Jacks might just have enough time to boot in another three before halftime. <laughs> so unfortunately, they're going to get on three, but we do still have the lead going into halftime. What was the date? It was uh, the 25th. <sighs> so, Dad, we're at the uh, the halftime interview. Joe Buck is, is running down the field. He's sweating. He's got a little bit of a Coke buzz. He's fucking <laughs> busting the locker room. Patrick, are you ready to spill the tea? What are the dick deets on Beef Whistle? <laughs> well... Let's just put it this way. Uh, we put on quite a show. <laughs> <laughs> Beef Whistle is, uh, he's my new partying boy right there. I love that guy. But uh, yeah, did he, uh, did we, uh, I guess. You had a three-way with yeah. uh, Beef Whistle Simmons yeah. and two strippers. So yeah. I guess one was recording. <laughs> on Instagram. So it was quite the show. Wait a minute, was I involved in this? <laughs> you got you got way out of fucking here, dude. The El Paso strippers brought their own. They they brought Joe Buck along, so actually I should be asking <laughs> myself for the dick deeds. But uh I'm glad we we I guess figured out how uh how good he is in bed. I don't know. We don't have much of the deeds, but we're gonna keep going here. Uh question number four. Look for it on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Subscribe to Patrick Erskine's OnlyFans. <laughs> it's five ninety nine a month. If you can find it. Yeah. yeah it's a Obviously, it's not under my real name. Mm -hmm, for sure. Uh, question number four. At the first cosmic swimming contest, Matt Beyond Thorpe Mion starts what at uh, starts at what place marker? Is it A fourth, B sixth, C eighth, or D ninth? Uh 
I'm going to say B. B? Yeah. All right, sending it back to you, Joe. Drew, coming out of halftime, the Vipers are starting in their wet willy package. Vanilla Taint takes the snap. He pumps it. Now he's scanning the field. He sees Juicy Thighs scampering for the dump off. But Erskine's from behind and the ball is stripped. Desmond farted on a baby's face, Francona, <laughs> with the strip sack and the recovery for the XFL veteran. And now the Beaver Jacks are coming back out with a chance for six. So, Dad, we're in compromising uh, situation here. They just went up another touchdown. So you are down three points. It is 10 to, 10 to 7 right now. So uh, I hope you're ready for these last two. I am. All right, question number five. What is the name of the ship that enters the whale's mouth when the four try to escape? Is it A, Queen Mion, B, King Nishi, C, Queen Elizabeth, or D, King Neptune? Thank God, this is finally when I know. <laughs> it's A, Queen Mion. All righty. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's see if they uh, got it going here, Joe. What's going on? Drew! The third quarter is dwindling, and the Vipers come out in their fat cock package. And they're looking to ram this one in. Erskine takes the snap. Play action to Ricardo, and now he's rolling out with a man streaking downfield. And he's going to hit him in the bread basket. Elliot Chubby Dugs D'Amelio <laughs> with the snag in the first down, Vipers. Wow. Woo! He fucking hit a little high note there. Yeah. Joe, I didn't know you had that registered. Right. <laughs> so we have a chance to win this fucking game. We have a chance if we if we get this one right. I have nothing prepared uh, otherwise for a tiebreaker. I mean, would it be a tie? No, it's ten to seven. You have a chance to win this game on the last question. So let's hope. All right. In the final montage, we see Jan Uchida makes it to the moon at what age? Is it A forty one, B thirty two, C twenty nine, or D thirty seven? Uh, this is another one. No clue. For some reason, I feel like it's 41, so I'm going to go with A. A? All right, Joe, how is this game going to end? Drew, the Vipers are going to leave Portland on a flaccid note after an underwhelming last drive, and Erskine's got a lot to think about after this one. The final score is 10-7. to 7. Damn, dude. It was, uh, it was 32. You were <sighs> right there. You would have thrown to, let's see, Cameron Titmouse McGlusky. He was wide open. <laughs> but it's too bad. You yeah, were close. I fade in the second half. Something happened there. Well, when you have the, the highest of the highs for, uh, I guess, a male having a threesome, whether I guess it's the devil's threesome or a sweet age, you know, <laughs> that's the compromise you got to make. But yep. we're, we're heading into the, the halftime lock, or excuse me, the, the end of the game halftime. I can't even talk. I'm fucking drunk already off this cigar. We're going back into the fucking locker room, feeling ourselves. Still kind of disappointed about the loss, but, you know, strippers are great. So, drinking wine, jumping in the ice bath. We're going to play a little Would You Rather. Try to recompose, uh, I guess, myself as the host because I can't speak. But you ready for uh, a few questions, Dad? Yeah, I'm ready. Alrighty. Would you rather wear and use an adult diaper for the rest of your life on the inside and the outside of your pants? So, it's not like you can just hide it with your jeans. You, Everybody has to know that you're also wearing a diaper on the outside. Or... You're only able to pick things up with your butt cheeks. <laughs> so your hands, I guess, either are gone or just unusable. So, Well, I got to ask, like, how can I pick up a fork and eat? Um, let's say 
either you're just going to have to use your mouth, like you just like duck your head in there, or if it's like an actual job-related thing, it's going to have to be your butt cheeks. You're going to have to be, I guess, multi... What's the word for uh, having two hands? Ambidextrous? Yeah. Aspidextrous. That's Aspidextrous. <laughs> yeah. You have to be able to grab shit with your yeah. butt. Or the adult diaper thing, which is uh, very embarrassing, but... I guess you never have to get up to use the bathroom again. The thing is, I mean, if you couldn't use your hands, more or less, you'd probably try to use your feet. But I'm not sure where the butt cheeks come in. Well, the butt cheeks, uh, I think there's more muscles. Maybe not as much uh, mobility as the feet, but you're going to have a stronger grip. I I mean... (laughs) If if Uh, Michi's asshole is strong enough to rip that gun out of Atsu's hand, then you should be able to pick up a fork and figure out how to put it into your mouth, too. And then... Obviously, I'm pretty adept at using my butt cheeks. You'll learn, think. for yeah. sure. Yeah, A lot of people are born without a lot of different limbs. I mean, they make it work. I wonder how I'd be able to play golf with that. I think, I mean, that might be actually pretty easy. You could probably slot it through the top, and then you could, like, swing it like a tail. The thing is, I have to pick things up. I mean, my hands are useless. Let's Yeah, let's say you uh, do, they're yeah. just fucking gonzo. I'm going to have to, I mean, the the adult diaper thing, is it because I'm incontinent or am I just, Well, you, you know, wear the one on the inside of your pants because you're incontinent and you wear the one on the outside of your pants for style. So you're into it, but maybe the rest of the world isn't ready can for Can I your... decorate them or something? <laughs> you can, absolutely. <laughs> you can sign your name on your fucking diaper. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. I'm, <laughs> I can't imagine only being able to you know, pick things up with my butt cheeks. Yeah. That's just impossible. I can picture like opening doors maybe with your ass cheeks. Like it has to be all pretty like, I guess above the, uh, the waist. It has to be around the waist for it to work. Yeah. But I mean, I'm going to have to get, you know, using the out outside diaper is going to mm. have to, I'm going to have to be creative on that one. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to have to defer to the diaper thing. I would imagine maybe if you just dedicate your life to making just like giving yourself a big butt, like if you just work out, like get your butt muscles, like you could probably make it work. No, but I don't think so. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, not that you couldn't pick things up, but I mean, it's like, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> Everything smells like shit now. <laughs> you got something in your butt cheeks and in the back I and mean, you can't grab them with your hands. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't, I mean, it's useless. Also, if you're wearing like pants too that like if jeans trying to grab that you probably would have to have like a butt flap specifically for picking shit up like you just unseal the back <laughs> grab it with your ass and fucking go on but uh yeah no i i don't think the butt cheek thing is gonna get very far for me so i guess I'm, I'm wearing diapers so second would you rather would you rather carry mom everywhere on your back or you'll be cursed so it's sort of like a, a madame zaroni and holes type of situation i don't know if you've seen holes but classic classic movie of my childhood or own a belt that can turn back time, but you can only go back to 2004 Baghdad with no knowledge of the future. So it's not like you can fucking send yourself back and, you know, go buy Google stock like every jerk off who answers this question, including myself every time I've asked a question like this. But and the Baghdad thing was just an image that had flashed. That they were yeah, showing. I saw that. Um, so you would be dropped down right into the, I guess, the spring fucking fighting of uh, 2004 storm? Baghdad. Is that when... I don't know if that was Desert Storm, but I know that's when, like, the Sunnis and, like, all the, the more militant groups of the Iraq uh, war started to be involved. No. You can still get out of there. I'll say that you even go back to your age in 2004, but, like, you're just, like, suddenly there with no knowledge of your previous future. Yeah, but the whole thing is why would I even want to go? I mean, maybe I might have tried try it the first time 
and not knowing that I could only go back to 2004. Mm-hmm. But after going there, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going back. Well, I wonder if I wouldn't use the belt. I wonder if you can like leave yourself like kind of like in a tenant situation where like they're communicating from the future. So maybe you could leave something and like, I don't know. There's a way that you can manipulate this that you do end up getting the money now that I'm thinking about it. But uh, the mom thing, I mean, that that would be tough. I'll say that you can drive her to work, but you have to like lift her up. The to thing her is, desk. you would have no knowledge of the future. But yeah, you're right. But at the same point, once you're aware, you know that you're going does. back in time. Yeah. And leave yourself something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. Yeah. Try to escape Baghdad with your life. Yeah. Try to you know figure out this time loop yeah. bullshit. We'll watch Tenet. time travel. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta watch Tenet right before you you <laughs> yeah. hit the Baghdad button on that belt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a movie now. Yeah, well, maybe. 2004 we'll... Baghdad, it's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. What a fucking nightmare. Yeah, we just is, never get out. That is, that's not good. Uh, Yeah, I mean. But we could make a happy ending. I yeah, for sure. We could find a way it to It seems like they always do. They figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you go back to the same point in time every day or whenever. Yeah. I think I think you are on the figure right track. Figure it out, yeah. Because I... Love my mother. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if I can carry her everywhere or I'll be cursed. Because that involves, I guess, me just dedicating my life to be her, her vehicle. Or right. at least her her knapsack or something. Or mm. I'm, she's mine. But yeah, for sure. The Baghdad belt. All right. Next one. Would you rather be a professional athlete with gang connections? So almost like an Aaron Hernandez type. So even during the season, like you still have a gang life. Like a secret double life that you have to keep up and manage. Or... Be a professional athlete who has to cut their career short because their balls get too big. So let's say you can play in whatever league you want, but your 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 shelf life is is definitely uh, going down drastically because you have some sort of rare disease where your nuts get bigger, much like Mion getting you know fat titties out of nowhere and not being able to swim anymore. Oh boy! So you do get maybe the time to be a professional athlete, but you're gonna live the rest of your life with gigantic. Uh, that nuts. actually is a thing I think where you can get. Big nuts? Yeah, elephantitis or something weird like that. <laughs> Aren't you born with that, or you could you get elephantitis? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I seem to think that that's something that people actually have. Mm-hmm. Some weird... You pet an elephant without gloves on thing. and your nuts blow up? <laughs> uh, be a professional athlete with gang connections. Mm-hmm. So, so you maybe have to commit a B&E and then go to the, the Falcon Stadium the next day. Like, you have crime activity that you have but to we, be a part of but we don't know what the extent of two big balls i mean we talking you know bowling ball size or i'll say they're about the same size as Mion's tits so like at least double d's <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> yeah and it'll happen i'll give you what what do you think is fair like a 45 year professional athlete career like you're a running back type of situation <laughs> like you have a chance to to get in and get out yeah but your nuts are going to be huge for the rest of your life. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be a gang. I mean, I'm going to be shooting people, killing people. Yeah, hopefully. I guess I'm just going to have to grow them big balls. I think you probably would be like lionized. Like your whole career would obviously be kind of like, oh, wow, his, his whole career got cut short because it's just fucking nutsack got too big. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that's like the more uh, the martyr answer. It's like, all right, dude, I'll take the check. And maybe you could even get a deal. I don't know what position, what sport you'd play. You think you'd be like football? 
Maybe get a golf? career in porn or something. I don't know. Yeah, you have a, a really great post career yeah. in pornography. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. The I've never seen like ball centric porn like that, but no. I'm sh- yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure yeah. that's. That'd I don't be know huge. that that's yeah, something that people want to see. Yeah, huge nutsack worship. No, it could be. I think that actually, now that I say it, that's almost positively a thing. <laughs> Nobody like no dick touching at all. It's just all nuts. I've never seen it. Yeah. Well. Mm. Uh, I won't say I will because I don't think I have. But <laughs> of course, I'm sure it's out there on the internet. Yeah, for sure. All right. Would you rather only eat shit? So it still tastes like shit. It's it's ostensibly the poop that's coming out of your butt, but it is the absolute most nutritious thing you can eat, and that's the only thing you can eat. So it has all your nutrients. You just have to eat poop. Or live in a world where you not only know that God is real and that He's uh, overseeing the rest of the world, but He is trolling your ass until the day you die. And then he sends your ass straight to hell. So God is like sending you texts. He's writing shit in the sky. It's almost like a Bruce Almighty type of situation. Somebody is just like bothering you. <laughs> or you're eating poop, which I guess is like you got to live a normal life, but you can't actually physically stomach anything else. And you can only eat your own shit. So it's either eat shit. Eat shit or God or makes to, you eat shit. <laughs> yeah, or go to hell. I mean, yeah, geez. well, yeah, that's the eventual end place, but God is definitely going to have his, his day in the sun just making <laughs> you feel like garbage. Oh, man. Both are pretty tough. So every day he trolls me. So I wake up and God's just like, get up, you freaking sack of shit. It could be. I mean, I guess I don't know what God's schedule is like. I don't know if he's like busy one day. I can't believe that God would actually pay attention to me and want to troll me every day. He has taken a liking to you as being his little piss ant. Like he's ready. <laughs> he's ready to make a mockery of you. You're you're Joe. You're yeah. You're like the new Job. Yeah. That's you know what? what? I I don't need that. I don't need God. No. On my ass, but. I if it tastes like that, maybe you don't even know what good tasting food is. So. It is, it is what it is. Let's say you know, like, this starts, like, tomorrow. Like, tomorrow you can't start eating anything. Like, it's like, wow, honey, like, this was, like, a really beautiful dinner, but fuck, dude, it makes me want to throw up. And then you take a fat dump and you have a whiff of it. I'm like, oh, my God, your mouth starts watering. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're ready for it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. You go to a restaurant. You're ah, just, the like, hell in the bathroom. I mean, I wouldn't care that God trolls me every day, but then mm-hmm. the going to hell part, I mean, what is that all about? That's the ultimate troll job. <laughs> he downvotes you to hell. That's pretty much where it comes down to. Yeah, whatever. I'm not going to eat shit. Yeah. I I guess, oh my God, I'm going to have to be a, the Job too. I can't see like me sneaking off and like scooping poops out of a, like a, a <laughs> restaurant bathroom to satiate my <laughs> hunger. Like I don't really, I don't see that working for me. So I guess God can just. Make me his bitch. Yeah, I guess so. Who, I mean, you know, if you are if you believe in God anyways, that's kind of how it's going to work for you. He's going to make you your bitch. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be open about it. <laughs> so, would you rather crash land on an alien planet where your only co-pilots are chimpanzees or live inside the stomach of Joey Chestnut by yourself? So this could go one of two ways. I mean, the monkeys could be cool, or they could try to fucking kill you once things go sideways. Because I saw that one movie where that baboon was sent up there, started tearing up that lady. I think it was like a Cloverfield movie, but or you're well, bobbing I'm, on uh, hot dogs. <laughs> Joey no, Chestnut's no, stomach. I'm not. <laughs> That's scary as hell. 
Yeah. The stomach of Joey Chestnut. I mean, like I said in a prior podcast, mm-hmm. all those hot dogs, damn. I feel like that's a pretty good lining, though. Like, you're probably never going to have to see the, the stomach acid. What's oh. it? I mean, that's the thing, too. Like, what's Joey Chestnut's, like, day-to-day? Is he eating like that all the time? Is he just slurping hot dogs just to test himself? Uh, no, but he's probably doing something to stretch his stomach out. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, he's fasting. I, I don't even... I don't know who would want to even ingest 75 or 70 hot dogs, whatever it was that he did mm-hmm. last year. I remember watching it. I was at work. I was like skipping. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was still yeah. serving. And I like, I think I was definitely ignoring my customers at that point because I knew the pandemic was happening. I was like, I'm going to be out of this job in like two weeks. I'm yeah, just there gonna is, watch this. There is a technique to it. Like you said, they sort of like, I think, can they use water or something like to yes. water down the, the bread? Yes. Because I think they eat it with bread, don't they? It's the full hot dog. It's yeah. not like you're just getting the wiener. You have to get the whole thing. Because I remember there was a Japanese guy that was the... Uh, Kobayashi? Yeah, Kobayashi. Mm-hmm. That was the champ. So mm-hmm. obviously either he... That'd be funny if you or... find Kobayashi in Joey Chestnut's stomach. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'd the like old to man. look up where Kobayashi is nowadays. Like, did he just give up on, you know, competitive eating? Or did he... He went know, vegan? Maybe... <laughs> yeah, something happened to him. I mean, anybody that eats that many hot dogs, I, I just can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're long for this world. But yeah, you just like see him in an interview. His eyes are like super dark. He's like, I can't sleep at night. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my body is ruined. This is what happens when you eat, you know, fifty hot, hot dogs. dogs in a sitting. Um, I can't even imagine. I mean, how, how long does it take you to pass that? That the seventy, pro. It, uh, I mean, how many pounds of hot dogs is that? Wow, that's a great question. I just, it, it may. I'm serious. It just makes me gag just mm-hmm. thinking of it. Well, maybe you would come. Hot dogs up. are one of those things where, I mean, we don't eat hot dogs in this house anymore, obviously. Mm-hmm. But unless they're fake hot dogs, even when I was eating hot dogs, real hot dogs, mm-hmm. I mean, I could literally eat maybe two, and literally, if the third one, it would actually, I would start getting gag gag reflex yeah it yeah. definitely there was something about hot dogs that and not that i didn't like the first ones but it was definitely like all of a sudden i'd be chewing i'd be like i can't swallow this yeah so the I water this, i mean that's like the whole other thing too yeah. like the hot dog water but they he sits there with like two you know side by side and they just sort of like eat them at, well, i don't even know how they do it if uh-huh. he's chewing them or if he's just <laughs> like I down. said, I think this was in the Dragon Ball Z one. They just guck that shit, dude. That it fucking hits their throat, and he's just—he's not even blinking. But at the end of the day, I can't imagine life inside of a stomach in I'll, alien I'll, planet. Co-pilots I'll, or chimpanzees? You know, maybe you know. I'll take my chances. Yeah, the chimps might be cool. Is this the planet of the hot chicks or whatever? Planet of the hot chicks. Remember, we had one. You said Redline. Yeah. Oh no, oh. there was a there was a Would You Rather, and it was you know something about all hot chicks. Oh, invading the planet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or not aliens. necessarily hot chicks. Hot, hot aliens. aliens. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Shout out to the Irish Exit Podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I also would do the chimpanzees. I don't actually think I've had a lot of experience like around monkeys like that. So maybe it would take some time getting used to one another. But I think we could have a pretty good relationship until maybe they get hungry and want to kill me. Yeah, you definitely got to be you know careful with chimpanzees. They'll rip your face off. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that's, that's really the that's problem. That's happened. Many a times. Yeah. How many people have had like wild animals and lose their face? That's the thing, like the face count that I really want to know. Yeah. Like if you own a wild animal, what's the percentage that you're going to lose your face? Yeah. But the chimpanzees one seems to be pretty high. So we got one more of these. Would you rather grow an insectile abdomen? So like the big, long butt type of thing of a bug. Whenever you get aroused 
or be shrunken down to the size of a bug. And that's ostensibly how you're going to have to live the rest of your life. You're, you're honey, I shrunk the kids type of situation. But let's say you're the size of, I mean, do you want to be an ant? Do you want to be a carpenter bee? I'll give you free range in terms of what yeah. type of bug, but yeah. you got to be little. Is somebody going to take care of me? As as bug. the bug, yeah. <laughs> um, so they make me a little dollhouse. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what was that movie that had Matt Damon in it that they shrunk him down? Did you ever see that? Matt Damon. Yeah, it was a Matt Damon Kristen Wiig movie where he like downsizing is what it's called. Oh really? Yeah. Well, whole... I remember there was Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Mm-hmm. The whole plot of this one was like every, the world was getting too overpopulated, so they they shrink themselves down to live like this little life. So. If someone is like catering to you, gets you a nice big mansion house, like yeah. a one slice of pizza could last you uh, more than two years if you're that small. Like you could live forever. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I guess the the insectal abdomen thing. Like I imagine it coming out of your your coccyx or whatever it's called, your tailbone. It just like slumps out. It's like oh, yeah. it's like are you aroused? You take a shit in your pants. Like I'm definitely aroused, but I mean. Insects just sort of freak me out. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not a big insect guy. Yeah, and I'm infamously uh, yeah, afraid you, of bugs. You, yeah, you definitely are. I've seen it. Yeah, it's mostly spiders. Spiders are the biggest problem, and that might come up with the the, the size of a bug thing. Like, if you're that size, and a spider like creeps into your dollhouse, like, is that a whole fucking? That's a whole thing. Can you imagine, dude? Like, I can't even. I would. I'm I'm freaking out right now just talking about it. <laughs> You hide under the bed, you're screaming. It's like, get this fucking spider out of the dollhouse. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's a whole different uh, reality. Yeah, the scary, yeah. scary part. You definitely have to uh, compete with the bugs. The cat might try to bat you around or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I still think that's the safer answer. If I'm growing some sort of like appendage out of my body whenever I'm getting a boner, I mean, that that's just a, a lot of time spent just yeah. being gross. Exactly. So I guess we're we're both shrinking down. We're we're downsizing. Yeah. <laughs> in twenty twenty one. It's a bug's life. Exactly. So uh I guess this is somewhat of a pity party, but you know, maybe those El Paso strippers are willing to be flown out again, but we're we're heading downtown. We're we're looking forward to that first lap dance or maybe that first drink, but we're trying to get into the future of these characters. That's that's really where we're going now. Uh we're gonna do a little Ghibli all grown up. So I, I don't know if we've discussed if you had anything on here, but I had an idea for... No, I, I didn't. Okay, okay. Well, I had a, I had a bit, since now that we expanded this to bit skits and uh, sequel <laughs> ideas, but I kind of just wanted to, to do a retake of um, essentially the whole restaurant scene. Like, a debt collector comes in, one of us would play him, and we kind of go from there. Does that sound all right with you? What's the, the, the scene again? Uh, it's like one of us is going to be a restaurant owner and the other is like a debt collector and he's coming for, I guess, his payment because you got some loan from like a, a, a loan shark or a mob boss or something like that. All right, starting now. Honey, that's another matcha tea. That's just one one with uh, the boba stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a bell rings. It's fucking, you, you guys walk in. Uh. <laughs> oh, um... Sorry, I know you were just about to order. Can you, can I just write this down real quick? Yeah, thanks. Okay, okay. So I, I get the, the person out of line. You are you walk in with your, your fucking partner. I'm like, I'm going to go sit over on the side. I'm going to give him a look. You just go take care of business, all right? How are we doing today? Oh, uh, yeah, no, everything is great. Um, 
It's a. Uh, it's actually. Uh, I guess chai day. It's chai tea day. Everybody has a half off uh, chai tea if you're looking for a. If you're looking for a tea today, sir. Is there well, any, that's you know? great and everything, but I'm here for a little different reason. I'm not here for today's special. Ooh, okay. Um, what can I, I help you with? I'm uh, here to collect. I think you know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know. And Mr. I don't want to hear any excuses. There's no excuses. I, well, I, while you're at it, why don't you give me one of those teas? Just the chai? Yeah, please. Honey! Another chai tea on the fly! All right, sir. Uh, listen. Mr. Rigatoni has been very understanding, and we're trying to we're trying to get this 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 flower tea shop off the ground. And you know, we got big plans. We got a big plan for 2021. We're trying to make this work. Like, the money is going to be here. You have to trust me that the money is going to be here, right? Really? Uh, I know you've got big plans, but we need your payment today. We've already given you what? One month. I think we, that's plenty of time. We gave him two. Not even one. We gave him two over there. There you go. Two. You know, can I get you something too over there, sir? I'll have a fucking beer. I don't think we have beer here, sir. Then you can suck my dick. Whoa. Fuck. All right. Sorry. We have customers here, sir. Please, please don't swear. Okay, sir. How? I mean, I have, I, I pop over the fucking register. I have, um... I guess one hundred and fifty dollars is that going to be enough? I, I I don't have the money right now. I said we we were this is opening week. We can't even <laughs> pay you back. It looks like you'll be closing down. Oh my god! My my the the wife comes out of the back with the chai tea. He's like, "Is everything okay, honey?" He's like, "It's okay. Just give me the fucking tea." It's like, "Here, uh, here's your tea. Um, can we can we sit down? Can we talk about this? Is there like any way? Yeah, Britt, why don't you bring him over here, buddy? Let's 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 fucking sit down." That's the guy fucking calling out from the other side. So I take off my apron. We go over to the side. Um, I guess I sit down at the table, and uh, the the guy that you're with is like, do you know what's fucking pointed at your dick sack right now? My dick sack? What, what do you mean my dick sack? You got a fucking gun pointed at your dick sack, boy. Where's the money? Is this some sort of good cop, bad cop? Like, who are you supposed to be? <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but, you know, we're not really in the food business. We're in the loan business, and uh, we got no reason to have this place here. And if you can't come up with the money, we're going to have to close you down. And that means not just this establishment, but maybe yourself. You know, that's just not going to work for me. I, I, I respect Mr. Rigatoni. I do. I do. You know, Tony Rigatoni is the... the, the the most respected name in my household. My wife says Mr. Rigatoni's name in bed at night. Like, I'm fucking, I love him. What's the, 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 Lily, what's, what can I give you today that would give us a little more time? What's the most money I can give you? You're going to have to come up with at least two G's. Jesus fucking Christ. Heather, Heather, come over here. The wife comes over. She's like, kind of like, <laughs> she, she's holding, uh, she's holding some tray of drinks. She's fucking shaking. It's like Heather, can you please go in the back and open up the safe? What happened to not having any fucking money? What? Calm down, please calm down. Let's let's all just work through here together. So the fucking wife uh, goes back and, you know, there's no there's no money in the safe. I've already blown it all. I've I'm I guess an addicted gambler, but there's no money. She she comes back. She whispers I'm like, there's no money. There's no money over there. It's like just. Find something. And then uh, the fucking, the guy that you're with gets up. It's like, oh, you know what, bitch? Why don't I come back there with you? I, I lost our, the no, place. It's like, 
<laughs> so my fucking guy gets up. I follow her to the back. And I'm just like, please, like, I know this is not really how that you guys operate. I'm usually just, you know, used to talking to one type of person like you. But just don't hurt anybody. We're, we're a nice, we're a nice business. My fucking kids are making tea out back. You know, don't get anybody involved. Well, I'm going to say my boss is not going to allow me to come back with nothing. So either you come up with something or your freaking burger flipping days are over. We hear some fucking scream from the other room. Ah! Heather! <laughs> so what are you guys doing here? She fucking, you know, hears slapping sounds. It's like, there's no money back here, man. There's nothing back here but fucking tea bags. Please, just give me a little more time. We can make this work. This guy's a fucking liar, man. Let's fucking pop these motherfuckers. Yeah. Say hello to my little friend. No! <laughs> my fucking... Yeah. My, you, you gun me down. There's customers. You finish your chai tea and you walk out. My soul is, is shot out of my fucking body, just like in the movie. And I, uh, I open my eyes. It's like super bright for a second. Then all of a sudden I see... I'm just in this big line of people. And I can see, what, Peter before the gates, just sort of like looking over his book. And I'm just like, where the fuck am I? some guy like in front of me it's like oh just like every other asshole here dude you fucking died it's like what what do you what are you what are you talking about i was just i was just here with my wife we were just talking to somebody you're fucking dead dude yeah (laughs) this is god god wow i i thought i had to speak to peter i didn't know you could just chime right in like that well you're a special case (laughs) the line clears out (laughs) i had to meet you in person because you're not a good dude what? Yeah. What do you mean I'm not a good dude? I haven't even well, met Peter yet. He hasn't told me. Oh, no, you don't need to meet Peter. You went right to the front of the line, and you're talking to the big guy. Oh my God. And um, you know you've had a a long history of uh, doing some bad things. What did I? I'm a I'm a I'm a tea salesman. I sell I sell bags of. We're tea. talking about your early days, criminal acts and violence on the stage. On the stage? Yeah. Well, that was just one time at a cabaret. I, I was I was drunk. I grabbed a waitress's ass. That wasn't the worst thing I fucking Also did. for being a brat, brat and refusing to act your age? I'm 42. 42 is a new 25. What are you talking about? And all of the decent citizens you've enraged? Just because I don't like to use blues. You can go to hell. Oh, my God. This is just the worst day of my life. You're something that never should have happened. You would even make your grandma sick. Why are you so mean, God? I thought you were supposed to be on my side. Look to your, to the back over there. See that red light? Uh, yeah, that's Hell's Spinkter. Holy shit. Start you're... making a walk for it. I've never even done anal in my real life. I'm not going to go in there. Yeah. Don't make me go in there, God. Please. I don't want to go. You've had chances. <laughs> You've taken money from mob bosses. You've made some bad decisions. And your life is a result of those bad decisions. So walk on, boy. Walk on. <laughs> the night is short. Walk on, boy, to the sphincter. <laughs> I think that's uh, I think that's a fine way. I guess I just walk into oblivion and I I guess talk about. I guess I just am pissed at myself. I have to apologize to Alice Cooper because I just stole his um, lyrics from his song. You can go to hell. <laughs> Hey, whatever you got to do to fucking get the scene doing. 
So that was a, that was a little bit better than last week, where I I think I had a panic attack and I just started to do whatever voice came to mind. So I'm a I'm a little happier with this. Uh, well, those one. are yeah, they're getting a little better. It's still out there, but yeah. Well, what did I said? The Tony Rigatoni. My wife says his name in bed. Yeah, Tony Rigatoni. <laughs> Tony Soprano. Of course, it's a, yeah, of course it's an Italian mob boss. It had to be. You're not in Japan where the Yakuza are. Uh, I have to wonder if we had like seen any Yakuza that we didn't actually notice when we went to Japan. Because apparently they're like big in the red light district. Well, we didn't spend a lot of time in the red, at least at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we, and I didn't have the balls to go back there by myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's all they need to do is wake up and then find you gone. And then it's like, yeah. I call your mother. Uh, Drew's missing. Drew's missing. <laughs> I think he went to the red light district. I come He's back. He's in Jujuku. I'm wherever. fucking sweating. There's like oil all over my stomach. It's just like, I just got a massage. I didn't do yeah. anything. <laughs> well, I watch some YouTube videos of people. And I mean, it definitely gets a little sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, we're white men. There's stories of, you know, people going in, getting their credit cards, you know, taken, and then, you know, extreme freaking charges put on it. That's the worst thing. They just take you to, yeah. <laughs> they take you downtown and buy shit on your. Yeah, dime. I don't know what they do. But. Wow, the yakuza are not as violent as I. Maybe thought. it's not even that bad. Yeah, the yakuza just blow at your bank account and then send you on your way. <laughs> so uh, now that we had a maybe a, a better showing than last week, why don't we try to put this movie in context with the, the, the best of the best? We're trying to put this this one up on the Rushmore. We're getting our tools out. You ready for this one, Dad? Yeah. So first one up, we have the swallowed whole Rushmore. Does Nishi, Yan, and Mion getting swallowed by the whale beat out Pinocchio, Geppetto, Figaro, and Cleo getting swallowed by Monstro the whale and Pinocchio? Dory and Marlin getting swallowed by a whale and Finding Nemo? Lord Farquaad uh, getting eaten whole by the dragon at the end of uh, Shrek? And Boba Fett falling into the Sarlacc in Star Wars? Yeah, I I tend to want to put them on. Mm -hmm. Um... Did Boba Fett actually fall into the Sarlacc? I didn't he come back or something to that effect? I think, you know, this show bulks it, uh, you know, spoiler shit. So, the the Boba Fett thing is seemingly that he's alive, but that is the same case with Dory, Pinocchio, Lord Farquaad is the only one who dies on this list who does come back as a ghost. What about Jonah, in who? the Bible? Well, what, what, I mean, is there a Jonah movie? Is there a no, movie? No, there's where... not a movie. Yeah. He's okay. Not... This, is the movie, the... this is the movie Rushmore. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're not talking about Here's the Here's the Bible Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> this is the Christian. Me and my dad yeah. get Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we get on the crucified. The most podcast. famous whale swallowing of all time. But uh-huh. no, he doesn't uh, He doesn't factor in on this one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put him on there. And I think I'm going to take uh, Farquaad off because... He's not swallowed by a whale, or oh, it's just a swallowed whole. Yes, yes. It's yeah. not whale-centric, and that's why the Sarlacc yeah. was still there. But I think Farquaad had to be m- probably mine, too, just because he does die, technically. Yeah. And I know he comes back in that special, like, 1.5 Shrek or whatever. I can't even remember what that middle movie is before 2, but he does come back as some sort of ghost. It's like Shrek 3D. I don't oh, know. really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I'm almost positive we went, Quad comes saw back. that together. I thought that was at like a um, like a university theme park or something like that. No, we never got into that. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, my whole childhood is a blur, dude. Ever we since... wanted to go in, but we never got there. Yeah, because um, the line was extreme. I think um, I'm okay with that though. Farquad. Yeah, Farquad. I mean, fuck that guy. Yeah, 
He's <laughs> that's uh fuck Farquad. Yeah, Lord Farquad <laughs> can get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So next, Rushmore. The everyone's connected Rushmore, which is essentially a, a hyperlinked type of story. So does Mind Game beat out Magnolia, Crash, Cloud Atlas, or Love Actually? Yeah, I think we want to put this one up there because I, I think don't... it has to be up there. Yeah. I mean, this one needs to be watched multiple times. I mean, you picked out a lot of stuff in it that I was unable to um, comprehend, but yeah, it's a it's a crazy, uh, definitely connected movie. Um, Cloud Atlas. I never watched that. It's it's an interesting hyperlink story since they all take place in like different time places type of thing, but all the characters are recurring. And they're all somehow connected. Crash uh, obviously won an, what an Academy Award, but yeah. that had some some racial stuff that is uh, is dampened. Maybe uh, I guess the acclaim of Crash and the the whatever. In Love, ago. actually, I don't think I saw that either. The I saw a uh, like a chart that described all the relationships of Love, actually, and it looked like. How people have tried to describe like infinite jest through diagrams and shit like that, it looks fucking confusing. Is it? Yeah. So, uh, well, one think... of them's got to come off. I mean, I've been inclined to take off Cloud Atlas, but uh-huh. not knowing exactly how connected the movie all was. But mm-hmm. um, I don't I'm, know. What do you think? I'm going to just take off Crash just Is because Crash? that's the most controversial and I like Mind Game enough to have to put it up there. So. Crash is like maligned in most people's opinion, so yeah. I don't really personally give a fuck about it. Cloud Atlas is at least kind of interesting. It has some cool people in it, so uh, Magnolia is like the classic. There, I would never touch Magnolia. No. Dude. I love Paul Tam. Like any white person in their twenties, I fucking love Magnolia. The yeah, I remember first seeing that movie, and it definitely impressed me. Yeah, you fucking asshole, or whatever yeah. he says to yeah. his dad. That's heart-wrenching, dude. I cry every time I see that fucking movie. <laughs> I watched that movie in quarantine with uh, with Kendra, and I bawled my eyes out. I really? don't know why. I was it was a it was a yeah, tough time. I wasn't is I wasn't affected like that, but yeah, it's definitely a good movie. It, it, there's a lot of high emotions at the very least. What was the the Julianne Moore thing that she said to the the guy that you know you call me lady? Like she's like freaking out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Julianne Moore was out of her mind, but great movie uh next up we have the worst movie death rushmore does nishi getting headshotted through his asshole beat out padme dying from a broken heart in star wars samuel l jackson getting eaten by a super shark in deep blue sea carl weathers as chubbs falling out a window to his death in happy gilmore and then brad pitt getting hit by not one but two cars and meet joe black and these are like the most memed deaths i've seen on the internet in the last five years maybe not the chubbs one but the the samuel L. jackson padme brad pitt i see that shit all the time um i re- uh, the brad pitt one that i remember when i saw that that was that was a shocking yeah <laughs> how they what they hit him he's did a like a a flip yeah. midair got hit again but that seems that is definitely a classic movie thing where people unexpectedly just get slammed by a car mm-hmm Absolutely. But uh, at the same point, that was uh, a pretty gruesome death death scene. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I never saw Samuel Jackson getting eaten by a super shark. I haven't actually seen Deep Blue Sea, but that scene has been uh, memefied in such a way that it's I've seen it too many times. I see him getting fucking eaten by the shark. They put like music behind it. Like there's there's many ways you can watch him die in that movie. Yeah. I don't know. I I guess you know this might piss off the Star Wars fans, but I called. I said Star Wars was ass like last episode, and yeah. I stand by that. There's th- maybe three good Star Wars movies, and they're all bad. Well, if you grew up in nineteen seven, or you know, if you were around when they came out, Star Wars was a big thing. I th- still think Star Wars is cool. Don't get me wrong. I just think they're bad movies in terms of like the oh well, the yeah. I mean, technically, one, two, and three were disasters. Yeah, the prequels were dumb. The new, I mean, really, like I, I think I've, uh, I think Empire Strikes Back is probably the only good movie of the older ones, and then Force Awakens is like a decent movie. Rogue One's bad. I forgot the name of that. We don't have to litigate the fucking Star yeah. Wars thing. Who is the worst death? Do you want to put Nishi? Uh, I'm gonna take Padme off. Padme. Yeah. Um. Of course, <laughs> Kyle Weathers. Falling out the window. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he like kills the gator, or he gets some some sort of thing that is the gator's representation. He scares him, and the the guy falls out. So it's pretty embarrassing. But I I I guess Padme is not a bad one. Either that, or it would be Carl Weathers falling out of a window. Yeah, because I don't think that's like the worst uh, way to die. But yeah, maybe that's the one that should. Chubbs getting kicked yeah. out because the broken heart thing was awful. I could not believe that's how they they decided to kill that character. Is that she was giving up on life? Yeah. So I'm okay with Chubbs. Uh, yeah, let's take the fall there. Take the Chubber off. Yeah, Carl Weathers is gonna have to fall off this rushboard yeah. to his death. Unfortunately, I'm not gonna tell him to fuck off. Child um, Weather. I mean, Kyle Weathers gets killed in Rocky Four. That is also yeah a pretty bad death. Throw on the towel. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's pretty heart wrenching for uh, Stallone there. Yeah, I mean that's his own fault for not throwing in the towel. So maybe he deserved that. <laughs> I do have one more Rushmore. I have the depictions of God Rushmore. So does the shape shifting God in Mind Game beat out Morgan Freeman in Bruce Almighty, Alanis Morissette in Dogma, God as depicted in the Monty Python and the Holy Grail, and Charlton Heston as the Burning Bush in the Ten Commandments. I think he has to be put up. Oh, really? I think he absolutely has to. Yeah, and I would. Um, oh God, I don't remember how God was depicted in the in the Holy Grail. It actually is pretty funny. He looks like uh, how the Canadians are depicted in South Park, like the way their uh, their his mouth moves or whatever. Yeah. I mean, he he obviously looks like a person. He's not like the the dotted eye Canadians yeah. or whatever, but. I think that one for me would probably have to be the one that goes just because this God is so unique. Like the, the kaleidoscopic nature of whatever he wants to be, I thought was super cool. Although Alanis Morissette in Dogma. I haven't seen Dogma, but I found that so provocative as a, as a thing when I was doing this, this Rushmore that I had to keep it up there. Yeah. Either that one or the Holy Grail, mm-hmm. but the Burning Bush doesn't even get like a well. The Burning Bush too. I mean, it's pretty classic though. It is what not parodied, but it's uh, the Prince of Egypt. I remember seeing that on like Cartoon Network, and 
that was the closest I've ever had to believing in God after seeing that cartoon movie. Well, you have Charlton Heston as the burning bush, but that he wasn't. I think he was the voice too. Oh, really? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what it said when I was doing the list. He was the <laughs> voice and he was the person. So, hey, Charlton, yeah, can can you do the burning bush too? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we haven't picked anybody out, you know. So, yeah, I'm, bring in Heston. Yeah, <clears throat> put on your fake beard. So I'm okay with taking the Monty Python if you are. Yeah, that's good. All right, wow, Mind Game. I think got on every single Rushmore this week. What a powerhouse of a movie. Yeah. That's so crazy. So This uh, is probably the first movie, though, that we've watched where I'm inclined to watch it again, only because there's so much going on in it, mm -hmm. and you've pointed out a lot of things to me that I didn't pick up on, Yeah, and um, the montages when they're playing, they go by so fast that you're sort of trying to figure out what the heck you're watching, Mm -hmm. and like you said, there's a lot going on there, and... uh, the pause button is your friend yeah. in this movie. Yeah. And if you're going into it uh, maybe as a first-time watcher, the old man is the absolute linchpin of maybe everything else that happens yeah. in this movie. So yeah. very, very much attention to his backstory. Right. Um, we probably don't want to bring out everything to you know, huge spoilers. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot more going on than I even think. Of, you know, And not that I saw a lot. I saw one thing on YouTube and... The, the person that was reviewing the movie didn't really even bring to light some of the things that you picked up on. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just goes to show you that it's really a movie that you have to watch very closely in the montages because there's a lot of different scenes going on. And um, the beginning of the end of the movie tell you a lot, uh, a lot about these characters yeah. for sure. Cause it's also one of those things where they're saying, Hey, you just got to take it in and enjoy it. And it's just like, well, yeah, there's a little bit more there than just taking it in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a crazy ass movie. I think it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I mean, the message itself of kind of seizing the day, uh, the whole metaphor of the whale. I, I can't <laughs> recommend this movie enough to be honest. Yeah. I think it's very, very uh, interesting. And then they had the, the synchronized swimming thing. It's just, there's so many weird Mm-hmm. They're with Nessie, this. like yeah. the, the Loctis monsters. Exactly. It's so it's so wild. But uh, I don't know about you, Dad, but I'm definitely done talking about this movie. Why don't we try to recast this movie for ourselves? We're going to do a little live-action Netflix recast, and I see uh, already a couple familiar faces on page number one. So Yeah, well, this one I tried to really bring a whole Asian cast. That sort of was my... Mm-hmm. We dipped into the me and my dad watch anime favorites. Our, this oh, is yeah. our personal uh, stable. Well, it's only, I mean, you know that, you know, that's just sort of the way it's going to go in some ways. I mean, there's certain people that, you yeah. know, come to mind now, but at least for me. Mm-hmm. We also just need more Asian actors in movies yeah. so we can expand on this category. But why don't, mm-hmm. you, uh, why don't you let us know who your director was? Because I couldn't actually think of one, but I like this one now that I'm seeing it. Well, I was thinking of The Life of Pi because they were out in the, the water, you know, that, that movie about the kid and the, the tiger and the boat and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Ang Lee, he seemed like he... I like that pick. I mean, the scope of an Ang Lee movie maybe is uh, able to encapsulate the same sort of vision that uh, Yuasa had with this movie. Yeah. So I was cool with that um, when I saw it. Who is your, your Nishi? Well... <laughs> I just thought this guy's name was a little outrageous. <laughs> I've seen this guy a lot. Oh, have you? Yeah. I might have even brought him up in a different pod, but I can't remember. Yeah. Boo-Boo Stewart. Boo-Boo Stewart. Seth Clearwater of the Twilight Saga. He, I almost have to believe he's almost too good looking uh, to be Nishi because I had actually had the actor who was uh, the, the, the face of Nishi when they did the little cutouts, and he looks like a goofy dude. 
but I, I'm okay with Boo Boo Stewart. Whatever, dude. If that means that he gets me on at the end, that's fine. Well, the thing is, is you know they're gonna make this you know box office worthy. Yeah, we gotta get some stars. Yeah, exactly. I had uh, Ryan Potter, who was uh, teen, like he was in the Teen Titans. He was Beast Boy. And to play Beast Boy, you have to have a certain sort of energy. And Nishi is nothing but energy after he, uh, I guess, drives the the piss in his pants and blows that dude's fucking head off. So I'd be uh, more yeah, than Yeah, you know, in that scene, he comes in. I mean, Atsu, is that yeah, what you're talking Atsu. about? Yeah. yeah. So he walks in and he pisses on the floor. Is that, what, is that why he's wearing a diaper? Is no. It- uh, Nishi pisses himself. That's one of the. Oh, things. is it Nishi that pisses up? But then when he comes in, because it was raining. It was raining like, outside. Yeah. But why was he like going through all this like? I think he was just so mad that the Mion's dad had slept with his girlfriend or. Oh, some really? Part. He was just freaking out. Yeah, I think he had reached that point where he's like ready to cap somebody because <laughs> this old. Because I thought maybe like he shit himself or something because he was just. <laughs> It looked like they were like making like odor coming off the back of him or something. Well, it was steam. He was just so mad. Yeah, he was steam. I guess so. But that, I mean, that character design is is wild. And we'll, we'll, I guess I'm ready to dive into that when we get to Atsu. But uh, who did you have as your Mion? Um, I had Lana Condor. Absolutely. I love Lana Condor. And I think for Mion, I like that pick. I do. I really do. I have, I see you have. <laughs> I had a, a menagerie of women here because I had a hard time. Like I had almost a crisis trying to cast this this movie, and I kind of fucking threw my hands up at some point. But if I really, really wanted to try to hit this one on the head, I would. Uh, I would get Kasumi Arimura, who is a, a Japanese actress, and you know she's very popular uh, in her own right. I don't know if she's broken into the American mainstream, so I tried to find. Uh, Somebody, you know, I don't want to just say because her fucking tits are huge, but Ariel Winter, who is uh, in Modern Family, has the the sort of cute girl face, obviously uh, a very voluptuous body. Um, and then I had a throwaway answer. Milana, Milana Vintrube, the AT&T yeah, girl. I saw that. I, I like... actually love Milana Vintrube. I've heard her on a couple podcasts. She's fucking funny, dude. Is she? Yeah, she's really, really funny. She's been in a bunch of different, like, smaller stuff, uh, like comedy circle stuff. But the AT&T girl uh, lives in my thoughts and is the the provider of oh, my phone. She's so. famous for it. There's, um, oh, my God. That's her claim to fame. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who's the AT&T girl? Well, it's that in like the way people talk about her in her comment section, like I've saw somebody like screenshotted it on Twitter or something like that. But um they were all either talking about her being the AT&T girl or her being just like super busty. Yeah. It's like show me your milky milky fucking uh, t- <laughs> like no. stuff like that. Of so, course. Leave well, the AT&T well, girl alone. Yeah, what do you expect from the internet? Yeah, nobody can uh nobody can I guess be horny on the internet and have any sort of respect for themselves. Who was your your Yang? I had uh, another of my favorites, mm-hmm. Sonoya Mizuno. Absolutely, and I'm cool with that. If she did the the blonde dye job, and I was trying to think of who could be was like, that. I mean, oh well, yeah, but at the same point, it's just because she had that you know that short haircut type of thing. Oh no, I think I think that's a good pick. I mean, Yang has her hair dyed, so I don't think it would be too much to do. I had a. Uh, I had, you know, the body type of Yang is very thin. I was looking for an actress who's done yeah. like the pixie cut. I had uh, Kira Knightley or uh, Cara Delevingne, and I was probably leaning more towards uh, Cara Delevingne if it's gonna be Ariel Winter's like sister. 
So I, I like that combination, uh, at least for me, because yeah. that's how I try to cast them in conjunction with one another. Who did you have as your old man? I had Paul Sun Young Lee. Okay. He's in, I guess he's in The Mandalorian? Dope. But, yeah. uh, now that I've just disparaged uh, Star Wars, I will have to say uh, live that I haven't seen too many episodes of The Mandalorian. But me, me either. Yeah. It's a cool show. That's probably the best thing in Star Wars is The Mandalorian. I actually, I don't know why I've been watching because I enjoyed the first season. Mm-hmm. I think we've just talked so much shit about Disney Plus yeah. that nobody yeah. uses it. <laughs> actually, now that I have to watch these animes, it's just taking up all my... Yeah, you TV don't, time. Yeah. It's either, <laughs> yeah, we're either watching Little House on the Prairie with my mother or we're oh, watching no. anime. So there, there's very little else to watch. Uh, I had really solely based on this picture that I found of Robert Duvall in a new movie that he's uh, coming out with. But Robert Duvall is going to have to be my, my old man there. Yeah, he could definitely pull off that old man look like in the movie. That That's... Plus, the old man was really skinny and stuff. Yeah. And this guy, my guy, was a little overweight for a while. And I guess he's lost some weight recently. But I guess as long as he grows out that power donut that he has in the back and lets his beard sort of just go wild, I'm super okay with uh, Paul coming in. Uh, yeah. Or I guess Robert Duvall is like 90 now. So maybe is he, he that old. He wow. is fucking old. So I don't know if he's even yeah. going to be able to. Well, do that's that. the thing. I found some actors and then I'm like, what? He's 89. You know, and you're like, oh, boy, I don't yeah. even know if he can make it to the set. Yeah. Robert Duvall might not have the the ability to row that boat, but <laughs> uh, I'm going to choose him anyways. So finally, we've come to our uh, our bald diaper wearing, I guess, uh, gangster Atsu. Yeah. Uh, well, your pick was like so spot on that I just didn't even. Mm-hmm. I just, I mean, I tried, but I just couldn't find anybody that seemed to really, I thought you just nailed it. So I just said, nah, screw it. Well, I couldn't believe it when I found this guy, but uh, I had Arnold Chant, yeah. who is uh, mostly known as like a stunt, uh, you know, stunt actor. And he's been in a bunch of different shit, but he uh, doesn't have any eyebrows and he's completely bald and it works perfectly for Atsu, whether he's willing to step into a role where he's a despicable person, but you know, this is this is where we can really dive into the Atsu thing. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm stepping on my question at the end, but what the fuck is up with the diaper? I don't know. What happened in his life where he was a successful soccer player, obviously meets up with the Yakuza boss and kind of joins his soccer team and falls into the ranks of the Yakuza. But this whole outfit, this whole character design is very crazy. He has not only a tattoo of a J on his forehead, but also on the fucking back of his head. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild that <laughs> this character is what they decided on. But maybe Did the boss have a Yatsu boss have a J on his head too, or something. He had a, the J on his shirt. Oh, I believe it was, it was just, just on a, a shirt. Yeah. yeah. So I guess he was super down for the the boss at the very least. But it, it was very confusing. But it did make a, a menacing character. There's nothing more menacing than a man uh, holstering his gun in his fucking diaper. <laughs> so. I was okay with that. Yeah. And then finally, we have Aniki, which I guess stands for brother, which is a common thing Yakuza's call one another. It's yeah. just Aniki. Uh, who did you have as yours? Ken Watanabe. Perfect. Which, you know, every time Ken uh, Watanabe comes up as a character choice, I'm always like, why didn't I think of Ken Watanabe? Yeah. Because he is the guy. This is the type of role that he would do. Yeah. Just grow out his hair a little bit. I mean, I think, thought it was perfect. Well, the thing about it was I just recently, you know, we got this 
bigger 65 inch TV and uh-huh. I've been re-looking at movies that um, I wanted to see you know on the 65 inch and Inception was one that I put on the other day really I saw him and I was like immediately he just came to mind which happens to me all the time mm-hmm. it's like something that I've watched recently all of a sudden it's like yeah they'd be perfect in my pick for the uh, the, the podcast cast. yeah as we've watched more of these movies and uh, kind of Embrace and also dive deep into uh, Asian filmmakers, uh, actors, actresses. We do have a, a greater knowledge, and Ken Watanabe is is up there. Same with like what Daniel Day Kim. Yes, <laughs> I almost put him down for it. Yeah, thing. well, I saw him and I I, I gave it uh, some thought, but yeah, I gave it to Ken. I had somebody who is like almost like a lookalike, kind of. Uh, it was Burn Gorman who was in Game of Thrones, and he was also in Pacific Rim. But he usually plays like a creepier dude. I know that's at least what he did in Pacific Rim. But he has those like the lips. The I saw a picture of him with his fucking hair down. Like he looks like this dude to me at the very yeah. least. So I, I had to. I well, had to the picture that. that you have definitely. Uh, although he, he he looks a little bit too baby face. He looks rougher in different pictures. That, that was one that he like little looked clean decent. shaven. Yeah, yeah, he looked okay in that picture. He looked even nice, but I've seen Burn Gorman at his worst. So <laughs> I think that would be a good Aniki if we were trying to put him up there. Yeah, uh, Dad, here we are, last call. It's the uh, the end of the end. Um, as always, what is it? Is it Gus or we? Yeah, Gus Coughlin. Gus Musky Coughlin. Yeah, <laughs> he's uh he's trying to think of some sort of tip to to I guess push us out the door with, but we still have a few questions. Maybe uh, I didn't know if you had anything you wanted to bring up, but I already brought my my Atsu question to the forefront. Well, really, I mean, there's just too many questions for the director. Yeah, <laughs> in this one, I mean, I could go on and on. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that you just you 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 have to question, like why or what what's their per- its purpose mm-hmm. but i don't think you need to really ask the question you just sort of have to take it in yeah like absolutely. many have said what is it intended they say uh don't try to understand it just feel it that's how you should approach mind game absolutely so now uh i guess we're just out in the street dad i mean this is this is really the end the uber's coming i'm fucking about to jump in uh red nose and errata is there anything that you wanted to correct or anything you wanted to bring up before we go um, no, I didn't have anything that I remembered. No, I, uh, since I never really have like a good thing to say, I don't usually try to stray too far into the offensive, especially with like real life people. But I actually said Native Son was a series last week and it's actually just a movie on HBO. It features Ashton Sanders, who is the actor, uh, leading that movie and the, the same one who was in Judas and the Black Messiah. Was it based on the book? It was absolutely based on the book. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, I don't know if it was completely well received, but, uh. I would, I guess, go check it out for yourself. Um, and one other thing, just for housekeeping, if you guys want to, I guess, just check me out on the, the Keep Up podcast. I went out there to, I, I guess, rep the the me and my dad watch anime name. Uh, it's run by Tim, who has been featured on this podcast before with his brother, Brett. And we had a great time. We talked about me sleeping on tables, um, I guess moseying around. Yeah, uh, what was your nickname? Tabletop? Tabletop, yep. I was moseying around. Another fun fact that I didn't know. Yeah, I'm learning so much about you. I was I was a debaucherous debaucherous fifteen yeah. year old dude. You don't I think even... I have to get some more in inside scoop on that. 
You think so? <laughs> yeah, while you were sleeping on a table, but I really can't remember. I mean, that's I really I think I just did it f- for the laughs. Somebody might have said like that to me as a joke, like you should do this. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Well, didn't you get you, you the, the insinuation that there was no alcohol present, but obviously there was alcohol there. No, there was no, there alcohol. Was no alcohol. I no, no, no. I mean, I wouldn't drink at uh, Tim's family. Well, function. I don't know. I didn't know if the parents were gone or whatever. No, I that night I think I got in trouble because I had posted a picture holding like a a rifle, like a gun. And then, oh, was it that one? I think it was that night that I held that uh, the gun pick, and mom was fucking pissed. Oh uh, yeah. So, I think that was the only thing. There was no alcohol involved for once. You know, I Jeez. was sober now as a bone. I bump. remember that one. Yeah, I was. I was having a good night sober. Uh, and if you guys want to have a good time, go go listen to uh, the keep <laughs> sleeping on the table and also you know sporting freaking rifles. Yeah, know. holding rifles, posting on uh, Facebook about crack pipes. I I was a questionable kid at that age. Yeah. <laughs> uh but dad, I'm I'm hopping in. No, the... you were pretty innocent, but you made bad decisions. Yeah. I mean, being arrested at my first party was probably like my lowest point, but yeah. I still made a lot of dumb decisions after that, so I guess I didn't <laughs> learn my fucking lesson. <laughs> uh but dad, I'm hopping in the Uber. This is going to be the uh the Jackson main through the window. Hey. What's your wine rating? Um, this wasn't too bad. I thought this was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe I'm going to give it my uh, highest rating. And, um, oh, what can I give it? Five out of five dinosaur synchronous swimming. I was also going to do the the Loch Ness Monster. I'll do, I'll do four and a half out of five. Uh, Loch Ness Monster kisses. So, <laughs> so if you guys uh, like what we're doing here, if you guys think we're uh, doing all right, why don't you leave us a, a five star review on iTunes? Maybe a review, a suggestion, and we'll pimp you out in the pod. I mean, we're still we're still light on those reviews. We say it every episode, but and I never gave Coglin's law. Yeah, you still need to start thinking of these tips, yeah. dude. Well, I'm gonna take one right from Cocktail itself. Okay, one of Coglin's <clears throat> laws, and it was uh, bury the dead. They stink up the joint. Perfect. perfect. <laughs> trying to think if that fits in anything here, if I can make some sort of segue. Well, of course he died, and then, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. You okay, bury the yeah. dead. and uh, Yeah. Bury, bury the past of 2020. Yes, exactly. There or, you go. <laughs> but uh, just like always, we have absolutely no idea what we're doing, and hopefully on the other end we come out with something all right, but we're just going to have to see you guys next week. Yep. And uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Don't drink a drive.